Roxo Media House. Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 68, and today... T.K. Roby is going to join us, but he's not going to join us here. We're going to join him out at the ballpark. We're going to combine bus leagues today because yeah. we're heading out to, to Globe Life Field. Yeah, they have, uh, well, it's a big weekend. You know, Fan Fest is, is this weekend. Right. My goddaughter's getting married. That's that, That's more important. And, yeah. Uh, um, but they have the, uh, you know, they bring guys into town. So it's kind of a good time for, for the Rangers to get their <clears throat> top prospects in town. And they're they're going to do... They're doing what's called the Rangers University. It's kind of like a, uh, there's that element to it. It's like classes for the players and, and even Rangers employees on, on you know, things like leadership and, and culture and uh, stuff like that. It's a pretty interesting program that they're doing through uh, Abilene Christian University. So uh, there's credits involved and stuff. So it's it's pretty good uh, little program for Guys the, are the list is impressive. It is every top prospect. Yeah, and um, and the, yeah, and then they're kind of doing like a leadership summit as well. And they did it last year. They brought in the top prospects. I remember just that. Kind of, you know, showing them, I guess, how to lead and how to, you know, these are these are the top guys, and a lot's going to be expected of them. A lot is already young expected and, of them. And yeah, young and lighter were there last year. Right, right. You know, you know, these are non forty guys because because if you're on the forty, you have to get special permission and all this stuff. But, right. Um, but I'm anyway, sure. anyway, it's gonna it's it'll be interesting to you know it's Thursday, so we'll 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 talk to a bunch of guys. We'll probably have something on the website rangerstoday.com, five ninety nine a month, sixty dollars for a year. Uh, just kind of looking at um, the weekend and, yep. and and what these guys are getting out of it and what they've been up to. You know, Kumar Rocker's going to be there. I'm interested to hear what it what he's been up to and how he thought his fall league went and um, yep. try to. Trying to learn how to extract some some answers from him, and um, <laughs> we'll have some videos of that. I'll yeah. have some videos on, on the YouTube channel of that. But for the episode, we actually got TK Tacoa Roby. He's going to sit down with us out yeah. at the stadium, right? Yeah, so it'll be a good time. It'll be uh, you know, and, and maybe this uh, maybe this is kind of like a trial balloon to maybe doing a full show out there sometime. So, sure. Um, anyway. Yeah, let's talk about the big league team. Yeah, the big league team and and Fan Fest is Saturday. I'm, yeah. I'm I hate that I'm missing it. Uh, I'd love to be out there because I think we were going to get some great access out there then too, yeah. and get to see some of the fans and meet them, kind of the way we did at Winter Caravan out in, in Frisco, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but Fan Fest, guys, if you're if you're not going out there, you need to go out there and do that. But we got to talk about. Um, look, I don't know if they're going to do anything in the left field position. They might just go with what they have. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, yeah, I think, I think. Yeah, I've, I've written this a couple times. I mean, yeah. the 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 off season the off season doesn't end when spring training starts. You know, no. that's that's kind of what what you know traditionally that had been the case. But let's say in the Rangers' case, the first one I remember, the first really big signing they made uh, in spring training was in 2016 when they signed Ian Desmond. Yeah, one year deal. I think they paid him seven or eight million. He turned into an all star for him, so you can get an impact guy right uh, in, in certain situations. Now they. They do need a left fielder, you know, or that's what people think. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to warm the idea of, of letting uh, Bubba Thompson and and Brad Miller or Josh Smith platoon Ezekiel out Durant. there. Um, 
an opportunity to to do it affordably, uh, and also you know, at some point you got to rely on the you got to lean on the farm system, and that, sure. that's part that's a big element of this. And I know I know the starting pitching is what everybody thinks about, and Josh Young is behind me, but um, you know that give it a shot. Yeah, and, you know if you need to, and if you're if it's working okay and you can get by with it, and you see an upgrade at the trade deadline, maybe maybe Brian Reynolds' price tag has gone down at that point, or maybe somebody else emerges. Do it then, but um, I, I really think that that with the rule changes, that speed is going to be uh, uh, something that that you can really use, utilize as a weapon. Right. And I know it's the the day and age of, of swinging for the fences and driving the ball, but uh, you know if, if Bubba could get on at it like a three twenty clip, three twenty five clip, that ain't bad. No. And that that can set you up pretty good. If he's your nine hole hitter and he's on in front of the top of the order. Two outs, he can steal second, get in scoring position, and whoever the leadoff hitter is, let's say it's Simeon, can yeah. knock a single. I mean, that's a that's a manufacturing a, a critical two out run, and those two out runs are the hardest to come by. So, I just think there's a you know he's good defensively. Um, I Josh Smith, I talked to him at, at Frisco. He he's feeling more and more comfortable out in left field. So I, I think there's a chance. Duran for, played outfield in winter ball. Sure, I think there's a chance for. The, the Rangers to cobble something together that would be uh, above replacement. Um, now, can can you go get somebody? Um, you know, the the the, Ron, the Reynolds stuff is just cooled. Um, there are some free agents out there. Profar is still out there. Right. Um, we so, talked about that last week. Though yeah, we're kind of yeah. uh, and, and and you know it may come to the point where he needs to sign a one year deal and reestablish his value. And right. so maybe the Rangers can get him on the cheap. I don't know, but. Um, there, and there are some other guys who might be better served in platoon situations, but if you're going to do a platoon, just, you know, do it with what you got. I, that's just kind of my opinion. But, what about Matthias? I mean, Mark Matthias is, yeah, he had some good numbers when <laughs> sure, he was up. Sure. And he had been, the walk off home run last he's, year. He's been here all, uh, all winter working out. And so getting, getting to know the guys a little better. And, um, I, you know, he can play the corner, uh, infield spots, uh, he he has more utility than just putting him in one spot and using him off the bench. But um, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see. But so anyway, getting back to the original point here. I mean, it, there's time for the Rangers still to do stuff. But let's say that they don't do anything major and they go with what they've got. What do they have? Right. So you know, there. I think there are a couple with the lineup which was good last year. The right. lineup was good. It was I think it was number fifth, five fifth yeah. in the AL and run scored. Um, they need to do better against elite pitching, you know, like the the Astros and the Mariners who are in their division, the really good pitching teams. So you got um, two guys who I think are really critical to the lineup who aren't left fielders, Josh Young and and Mitch Garver, right? And and you know those guys are are being counted on to be productive, more productive than what they got at those yeah, positions last year, exactly. And and. You know, Garver was injured, of course. I think he ended up shy of 10 home runs, or maybe maybe he just nudged it. But uh, he has, he's got to be healthy for the, you know for, for this thing to work. And the, the bat wasn't the problem. He was able to swing a bat pretty right. pretty much, uh, well, not pain-free, but, you know, <laughs> better than throwing. But, it, you know, so if he's healthy and if he, if he can stay healthy, which he hasn't done since 2019, you know, then, then, then you've got something there. Uh, Josh Young, you know, he hit five home runs in his uh, initial call-up to the majors. Right. Uh, probably didn't have the average he wanted. First at bat, he had a home run. Struck out a little bit more than, than he wanted. But, 
um, he's got to be productive. So right. those are those are the two guys. I think. I think you know. I think Seager is going to be okay. He's, I mean, shoot, he hit over thirty homers. Uh, the shift's going to help him a lot. I don't think Simeon's going to start nearly as slow as he did last year. You know, it looks like Nate Lowe's has found something. Uh, Garcia still has room to get better, but he was a nice little player for him. Um, and, Leoti and, was and, was and, yeah, and really Leoti, if you look at the overall thing, overall he was good. Now he 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 came up, got hot, kind of swooned a little bit. But sure, he kind of found a little something to go into the off season with. So you know, and he didn't play winter ball, and I, I think that's kind of uh, uh, tells you where his mind is. He wanted to rest. I think he was worn down after last season. Um, so defensively, there's just yeah, and he's just great defensively. He's just so, great. Um, and then then yeah. Pitching, you know, there's Jacob Degrom behind you, um, man. You know, that, I think again the, on paper this rotation has a chance to be great. Oh my gosh! And people keep talking about the bullpen. I think they keep, you know, the Matt Moore thing, and they're bringing things up. And I, you know, I dawned it dawned on me last night when he tweeted something out. And you have mentioned this a lot. We we're kind of sleeping on Kyle Cody, and that guy has the potential to be in this bullpen and be yeah. something. I mean, that is a guy that when he was up in twenty. Look, and now he was a starter. Yeah, and I think are they moving him more to the bullpen now? Yeah, yeah. I just think he, you know he's had some medical issues. He had the Tommy John, which he recovered right. from, came back from it in twenty and did well. He had the shoulder deal in uh, twenty one that was strange and went on. You know, the correct diagnosis wasn't made until September. He had to have surgery. Came back late last summer. Pitched okay at AAA, you know. Um, he still got good stuff, and he still throws hard. Right. But I think it they're they're looking at him more as a multi-inning reliever. And, again, with the way the rotation is set up with guys coming off of injuries, uh, they may, may want to be cautious early. There's definitely a spot for, for a guy like Kyle Cody because the Rangers do have multi-inning relievers. Brock Burt did it last year. You, Taylor Hearn. What do yeah. they have in common? They're left-handed. Yeah. You need a right – I think you need a right-handed guy. Uh, and I know Odorizzi is going to yeah, be. Yeah, I was about to say Odorizzi is who they think, but but if you have if you have multiple guys who you don't want to push, right, you're going to need multiple guys who can work multiple innings. So um, I think Kyle Cody has a, has a chance. But you look at the team now. We talk about the rotation: Degrom, uh, Evaldi, Heaney, Gray, Martin Perez. Perez is the only one without and injury problems. This guy, yeah, Degrom. Oh, yeah. you said Degrom. Okay, yeah. Um, so uh, you know he he. Uh, yeah, I think he threw 64 innings last year. Right. So, you know, one, I, now once a guy gets 200, which he's done before, um, you know it's in there, but you still don't want to push your $185 no. million dollar investment. So, um, And we fully expect with, with everyone as they're going on, there'll be there'll be times during the season where they'll just skip start. And they're just going to give something them, like that. Yeah. Do something like that. And, let's, the, and they've got the guys. You know, I think it's because there's no – Closer, just there. I mean, they they've got yeah. three or four guys that have closed. Right. I mean, you've got Leclerc, you've you've, you've got Barlow, mm-hmm. uh, who's closed. You've also got Hernandez. You uh, Burke closed one. Moore closed some games last year, but he's not back with them. So yeah. there's guys yeah. there, but I don't think they're going big free agent for closer. No, I don't either. I mean, you know, there are still a lot of relievers out there that you can get. I mean, they're signing guys in minor league deals. Yeah, know, they just and, signed. Uh, so I can't think of his name. Right, uh, Levi had it and. Um, from from the Giants, right? Bruce Bochy knows him, so that's good. But um, I think that uh, you know you can I, get bullpen arms usually yeah, within the and, system and, too. And, you know, it was once said, stated that by people in this uh, organization that 
I'll find you a closer. I'll find you somebody who can get 30 saves. And, and, and maybe it worked, it worked once, yeah. you know, but it's, it, it's not somebody who's a reliable, who can do it for multiple years, but uh, you know, and, and they're the, the minor leagues has some arms too. And I'm, I'm not saying they can close games, but the, the Rangers really feel comfortable with, with their road, their bullpen depth. So I would be a little surprised if they didn't get a veteran guy to come in and maybe it ends up being Matt Moore. Maybe he's waiting out his market. Maybe it's just a waiting game at this point to find something to, to, to get him back in there. But um, there'll be some players that don't yeah. make other <laughs> squads that get DFA. Well, or- again, on the, the non-roster thing, the, the, the guys who are signed after spring training starts, Ian Kennedy was that guy, yeah. you know, a, a few years ago. And, um, yeah, I don't really count last year. Everybody signed late last year because yeah. of the lockout. But right. there, there are guys and relievers, especially. They don't need a full spring. You know, right. they don't need to log twenty innings or thirty innings to to get ready for the season. They just need five appearances, and you know they can get those anywhere. Right. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the the course to take. But I mean, the big the pick, big picture we're talking about here. I think the lineup's okay. I think the road rota- better than last year without. In, right now, if, if, yeah. If Young and Garver, with Young and Garver, yeah, it, uh, it, I think that the rotation has a chance to be really good, which could help your bullpen. Which helps your bullpen exactly. Um, so, you know, is the bullpen at this point the the weak link, if you would? I mean, there are a lot of there 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 are a lot of questions. There are a lot of what ifs. Yep, could be, health but there's is, also a capable to have a really good rotation. Bullpen. Health is number one. I think if the rotation's good, then they've got a chance to to. Sure win more than 68 games. And what's nice, too, is that rotation, which looks great on paper, um, and, and also the health concerns, it doesn't just stop at those five guys that you have up there and Odorizzi coming yeah. out of your bullpen. It goes down into AAA, where as of right now, you've got people like Dunning and Otto, and uh-huh. you've got Cole Reagans, you've got Jack Kent's probably going to be at AAA. Uh, Lighter may be there. I don't know. He might be at AA. Well, but and, you know, Cole Wynn is on the 40-man roster. He absolutely. on the 40-man, so, uh, you know. There's depth. There's, there's spot depth. starters that are there. There's an opportunity to to use uh, Otto and Dunning and as, re- as that reliever. We talked about Kyle Cody uh, becoming um, – but I think especially Otto. I think the I think Otto's stuff yes. would play a little better in, in shorter stint than than Dunning. And we I talked to Dunning about it the other day, and uh, he understands that things have changed. But he's a right. good you know he's he's kind of you know looking forward to learning from these guys. But he he knows what's he's what he's up against. He's willing to do whatever the team asks. And he looked good. and He said he's healthy. Yeah, and uh, he's already been off the mound like seven times by now. Yeah, which you know. For a guy who had hip surgery in September, everybody was, and at the time they're like, "Well, we don't know about the rehab process." You know, he he's going to be a full go from day one, so yeah, so that's good too. Well, you know, so so that's good. You know, we talked about we always do down in the bus leagues. Maybe we do down in the bus leagues now. Get it get it out. We and- could, yeah. Uh, a couple other big league things. Okay. To, of note, uh, two good things happened to good guys this week. Chris Woodward got a job. Yes. Uh, special assistant with the Dodgers back where he was before he came to the Rangers. He, you know, he's basically, sounds like he's going to be a, an infield instructor. Uh, I'm sure that he can help the big league team. You know, they have, uh, uh, they didn't, didn't resign Trey Turner, the Dodgers. So, so they're going to have a Gavin Lux, who's been a top prospect for theirs. I guess he's not a prospect anymore, but right. was for a number of years. They're going to try him out at shortstop. So, um, you know, you, 
Chris Woodward helped Corey Seager become a, a, a major league shortstop. Right. So I, I think that they're, they're, the Dodgers would be comfortable with, with handing over Gavin Lux to Chris Woodward. And then also, uh, this just happened yesterday, <clears throat> Jeffrey Springs. Oh, yeah, he signed a big deal. Four years, $31 million with the Rays. Um, now, Je- Jeffrey's about as, as good a guy as, as you can come across when he, when he came up. Um, you know, yeah, I remember it. He's so polite, called everybody sir, probably still does. <laughs> He's 30 now. Um, he went to App State, the the home of Brian Estridge, the voice of the frogs. Um, but the nemesis for Texas A&M. But what a great, uh, what a great, uh, deal for, for a really good guy. You yeah. Know? And the Rangers had him as a reliever. I, I thought they could have tried him as a starter cause he did well as an opener a couple times. And, and, you know, you look at his numbers last season, it's like a two, four, six ERA and 130 something innings. Um, you know, the, the Rays don't push their starters. You know, they have their numbers. Right. It costs them a World Series potentially. Um, but um, good for him. Uh, really great, great for Jeffrey Springs. When was Springs last time here? Was that 19? 19. Yeah. Because yeah. that seemed uh, like I remember uh, meeting him. Yeah. Yeah. They, he came up in 18, pitched okay, was pretty not good in, in 19. I think he got DFA'd. That's what I was wondering. But then they re-signed him in the offseason. Then they traded him to Boston before the 20 season. He wasn't good at all in 20. I don't know how you can hold that against anybody. Then Boston traded him to the Rays. It was like a swap of some minor league guys. Yeah. And now he's just taken off. So, just, you know, the, 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 Rays, the Rays have the magic touch with the pitching, man. And uh, um, anyway. For Woody, and, you know, and for Woody to go along with that, I, look, I, I know the 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 love hate relationship people had with Woody, but you cannot deny what a he gave us access. He sat and talked with us, good or bad, and was just always up, just a great guy, just yeah. always great to come on the show, right. uh, sit and talk to us at the dugout. I mean, the, I mean, Bochy seems like that way too. Yeah, but Woody was the first manager I covered. Um, and I, I can't say enough nice things. I root for guys like that. He was such a good guy and a good person. Well, and, you know, so he gets hired before the 19th season, after the 18th season. And, and, you know, the team was okay. Right. You know, they won 75 games, I think. Uh, maybe a little more than that. They were kind of in it late in September in the wild card race. Right. And then and then 20, they, they missed out on Rendon, which has turned out to be probably a blessing in disguise. Uh, so they go and get Corey Kluber. And they're One like, and- all right, well, we're going to have a kick-ass rotation. We're going to have... Corey Kluber, Lance Lynn, and Mike, Mike Miner. Yep. We're going to have three guys that can can di- get it done. Well, they're all healthy, pitching great, and, and spring training, feeling good. And then COVID happens. Then, you know, the shit hits the fan, obviously. And they have that that summer camp, and Lynn's okay. But then Miner, his, you know, he gets a dead arm. Kluber looks really, really good in those three weeks. First start hurts his shoulder. So you, you, you do wonder. I mean, the Rangers were really short on offense that year, so right. they probably weren't good enough to contend. But they were – if 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 there's not the disruption, these pitchers probably stay healthy. Right. So there's there's a chance that they can pitch themselves into into contention. Uh, obviously, it didn't work out that way. They you know by by August they decided to punt. Yep. They uh, started and, and selling not, and yeah. not just punt on the season. You know they punt long term, um, and and that's where they are now. You know and right. And, and Chris Woodward had. A terrible twenty season. Yeah, twenty twenty one was god awful, and then you know they weren't they weren't good enough last year either. So right. he kind of he really was never given a chance. No, he, he wasn't given a team. Yeah, um, uh, that, that that could truly compete. I think twenty was probably the one time they thought they might have a chance because of that because pitching always yeah 
yeah. leads it up. But yeah, they then they announced they're doing the rebuild. They really never gave him any kind of an offense, and we had a bunch of yeah, minor yeah. leaguers. So I, you know, I he. But you know, know what? The Bochi, Bochi move's a great move. It's a yeah, great. Yeah, you can't argue. I mean, no, you, you can't. You got all. a Hall of Fame manager, but Chris Woodward probably was not given a. Did, we probably did not see how good of a manager Chris Woodward can be. No. Uh, so I'd like to. You know, hopefully, he gets another chance down the road. He's sure. still young. He's forty six. He's younger than I am. He's younger than you are. Um, <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. You know. So the Rangers are still having to pay him for this year because they picked up his option year. So uh, he's got a chance to kind of stay in the game feel things out and, yep. and maybe uh, maybe get get back on the big league staff. Who knows what happens, yep. but uh, good for him. Yep, absolutely. All right, guys, we're going to go down to the bus leagues real quick, talk about some minor league stuff because yep. we are heading out to Globe Live Field right after. You're going to see that here in a minute when we have TK on. Uh, minor league stuff, uh, well, the guys are in town. The, the top prospects are here. MLB has been putting out pipelines, been putting out their top 10 prospects at each position. Yeah. Uh, we had a couple of them that have made it. You had Foscue that was number four uh, in second base. They have him as the number four uh, prospect at second base. They had Young, who was number four also, I believe, at I third think, base. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I thought Evan Carter might get into the outfield. They didn't. They had top ten there. He didn't make the top ten outfield. Okay. Uh, they didn't have a right-handed or left-handed pitcher in the top ten. Interesting. Uh, but they have guys that are right there. Yeah. Uh, that should. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Owen White was somebody you thought might sneak into that right-hand pitcher. But the, you know these are all subjective to uh, yeah. to that. But I, you know, Jim Callis told us on this show one to ten the Rangers have the best one through ten prospects. Uh, yeah. But yeah. It, it, you know you've got thirty teams with a lot of prospects, and when your organization may not be as good as the Rangers, you still may have one of the best right-handed yeah, pitchers sure. in your organization. Well, you know, and it, it's it, it'll be interesting to see how MLB pipeline differs from Baseball America because uh, Baseball America has eight Orioles in the top one hundred. Right. Yeah, and uh, including number one Gunnar Henderson, not not uh, to be confused with the TCU wide receiver, but um, it, it's interesting that you know, what, based on what Jim said to us about the Rangers top ten, well, the Orioles should have eight in the Baseball America. So, how many are the Rangers going to have? And I, and I, it, it's all subjective, like you said. It's hot and cold. It's like a, it's kind of like the stock market. You know, what what recent performance you know suggests that. A lot of these guys uh, in the Rangers system are going to uh, drop down a little. Um, and others could emerge. Sure, sure. Um, I was surprised. I think I said this on the last show, but Baseball America, that they didn't have Foscue in their top 10, which isn't right. Yeah. Um, but he he's uh, he is a good player. I mean, I, there's no doubt about it. And he doesn't have a position. We talked about this last week. But um, anyway, the Rangers have a good system. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And it, it's deep. Uh, I think, you know, they look at, if you look at Josh Young and think he had a down year because of injuries and you're concerned about that, it makes sense a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, he destroyed AAA though. Right. You know, yeah. and and he has, uh, in 21 too. I mean, I, they're, they're, well, he came up for just a small stretch last year. And let me, let's, let's be honest. You make your big league debut. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. You hit a home run. Yeah. You get up there, you start hacking and going and he needs to settle in mm-hmm. and be a big leaguer. And I think it, it wouldn't surprise me at all. For him to start a little slow this year and then just go into a steady Josh Young. You yeah. can always get a good at bat. He's got some power. Go there. But when you're first in the big leagues and getting your shot, I mean, you can't imagine the adrenaline that's probably pumping there. Right. And, uh, you know, he it, it had been a long time coming for him, you know. And, sure. And, um, anyway, I, I think that an offseason will do him good. He's a very cerebral guy. He understands the game. 
Um, right. So get away from baseball, detox a little, um, and then and then get going. I yeah, he's going to be the third baseman. All right. That's yep. just barring injury, he's the third baseman, and um, then then uh, yeah, just base you know just tell him. I think this is important. It, it it's helped a lot of guys. Just say this is your job. Mm-hmm. If you go for four or zero for eight or zero for twelve, don't worry about it. It's still your job. Right. You know that takes a lot of pressure off of guys. You know the the first one that I encountered was was Nelson Cruz. Uh, when uh, you know he he didn't make the team in 08 he got put on waivers nobody claimed him cleared it yep he goes to AAA hit like 44 home runs opened a stance or somebody yeah. opened a stance he, down came, he came up uh in in September uh, in Kansas City I remember very vividly and they just told him it's your job yeah that's it and and he you know the rest is the rest is history 400 home runs runs later you yeah. know uh so and and I think the Leody Tavares would benefit from the same uh, scenario. Right. Just let these guys go play because there's talent there, um, and they'll figure it out. And, right. And, and talent, you got to have good players to be a good team. Absolutely. These guys are good players. So, uh, anyway, the Rangers have a lot of good prospects. Yep. Uh, they, they also had a pitching mini camp last week in Arizona. Uh, Mike Maddox was there for for some of it. Uh, you know, just a check-in on the, on the guys. I'm sure everything's going well. The Rangers really, to this point, knock on wood, haven't had any uh, injuries on the farm system this offseason. You know, right. A couple always pop up, uh, but so far so good. How many played um, winter ball? I'm not sure. Uh, uh, you know, Blaine, uh, hey, Blaine Krim. Blaine Krim, who our guest last week, uh, Mayo, Mayo was, uh ended up winning that series. They won, uh, they won in seven So they're going, games, to, the so they're going to the Caribbean series. So that's that'll be a great experience for him. Yeah. You know, it's going to be in Venezuela. Right. Um Venezuelan baseball fans are nuts. Oh, I've heard that. Um, you know, it's it's crazy, and and so this is going to be a really good experience for him. He's going to get some more at bats. You know, he's going to be facing guys who pitch in the major leagues or who have pitched in the major leagues. Right. He's going to see some good stuff. So, like he said, you know, in in our interview last week with him, he's going to hit the ground running in spring training. He's going to be in good shape to to really solidify that he belongs in AAA at least. Um, I think he's going to be a big league hitter. I mean, he hits everywhere he goes. Yep. Everywhere he goes, he hits. Um, so anyway, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think Ryan, man, there's somebody who's playing in Australia. In Australia? Yeah. Um, come on, baby. Come Were you about on. to say Doro? I was, but I don't know. I don't I, think it, it might was be, Doro. Uh, it might be Biggers. Jack's Biggers might be down there. It's it's an infielder who's having a, having a good little season down in Australia. So, um, but but yeah, they they have their normal, like normally they'll have a bunch of guys, um, especially Latin kids that are yeah, playing yeah. the in the in the in the down in the Latin yeah countries. Right. So um, anyway, I just I just want to get the, get the season underway, John. I'm I want, ready. I want, I want something to talk about. Uh, uh, you know some some new stuff we've been batting batting around some old topics for a while um but again these last two weeks before spring training are there's going to be some news there there will be some news and um just keep keep uh keep subscribing to rangers today.com because there's some big things happening here too yeah rangers today.com 5.99 a month 60 dollars for the year i'm not gonna five dollars for six months and then uh Hit our button here. Hit our subscribe button because the YouTube channel, we have this show every week when, you know, usually. Right. And then, uh, you know, we're going to have a ton of videos. We're going to go. We're all going to spring training. 
So we'll have some good stuff from spring training, hopefully some more behind the scene-ish type stuff. Absolutely. Um, uh, miking up some guys. So hopefully we can can do that and have some fun stuff. And then, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're not going to reveal any plans, but we're talking about some expanding what we do. So yep. um, we'll and see. We've had some fun meetings with 2023 people. could be a good year for us. So Absolutely. We'll, well, not that 2022 sucked, but, um, you know, we got a, we got a good chance to – to really, well, I think we have a footprint yep. in, in the in the market, and and now we have a chance to make it bigger. Absolutely. Well, guys, we're going to Globe Life Field. We'll be back here in just a second. We'll have TK Roby from Globe Life Field. Look on the uh, go down and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're going to have some more videos that'll come out then. I'm not going to say see at the yard because, well, actually, we are going to the yard. You, you can say it, I guess. Yeah, we're going to the yard. So right. we'll see you from the yard. All right, guys. We're out here at Globe Life Field where it's the uh, Ranger University. We're introduced. A lot of the minor leaguers are here. And joining us right now is TK Roby, Texas Rangers right-hand pitcher. What's up, man? Not much. How are you guys? Good. It's second time for TK. That's right. He's a two-timer. Uh, we haven't had a three-timer yet. So maybe maybe you'll be the first one to break through into that. You know, if, like, Especially if you get engaged or something. Wait, I didn't say that. Or if you throw no if your fiance or your girlfriend sees no her. We're not, we're not saying that. We won't bring you on if you get engaged, but if you throw a no-hitter, we might have to have a breaking news special TK Roby no-hitter breakdown report. Anything can happen. <laughs> Absolutely. I like TK because he's wearing a golf hat from sure. the Wigwam Resort. I've never played the Wigwam. Is it pretty? I, I love know. that course. Yeah? It's my it's my favorite course in Arizona for sure. What's it? Is it? Does it have the desert stuff? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's. it depends on some of the holes have houses on them. Um, but yeah, you typically have like the desert on the side of the fairways and then just like the, the nice green strip of fairway. Okay. Yeah. It's real nice. All right. Have you seen any snakes? That's the big one. Have you seen any snakes at the wigwam course? I haven't seen any snakes okay. there. No, well, that's, that's all <laughs> that matters to me in Arizona. Yeah, I don't like snakes either. <laughs> so, uh, before we get into the baseball stuff, um, kind of a neat deal. I think that, that the Rangers have, have kind of created with Abilene Christian called Rangers University. Um, and you talked about it in a formal press conference. That's um, on the it's on the YouTube on the website, channel. Yeah, on the on the YouTube channel. But um, talk about it. I mean, you, you're you're taking classes. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. We're basically this is like the start of my degree. You mm-hmm. know, hopefully, they the classes do kind of, uh, from what I understand, they do carry over to to like a degree. Um, hopefully, one that I'd be interested in. Um, but yeah, I, I think something that I was interested in kind of starting the middle of the year last year, kind of, like I said, was taking some classes and kind of, you know, finding something to challenge me outside of baseball. Not that baseball has been easy, you know, there's lots of challenges <laughs> right. in baseball, but just something different, um, to kind of, you know, get my mind off of baseball when baseball is not number one priority, Sure, you know? Mm-hmm. So you, you said that the courses, uh, what the leadership course, the mental performance, mm-hmm. how is that going to help you? uh this this baseball season um i think the the mental performance 
course and the leadership course both honestly um provided kind of like some different insight or i mean i I'm, i know a little bit about like the mental performance and like kind of the sports psychology behind it but um i didn't really know a lot of like the actual studies behind mm-hmm. it and kind of making that connection was kind of helpful to you know really kind of drive it in you know like drill yeah. it in i guess yeah, and sure. um yeah, I think it's going to be super helpful, like going into the next year with some of these new like tools to use, like, you know, because obviously it's easy to keep going good when things are good. But like yeah. when things are bad, it's kind of when you kind of have to, you know, figure out how to get out of that hole as quick as possible. Yeah. Um, so you're here with there's, there's 11 <clears throat> prospects and like they're all guys. They're all big guys, guys you've heard of. Yeah, you guys are the big names. Y- y'all are the top prospects. What do you, a group of guys. What do you you sit back and you're like, wow, I'm, this is kind of cool to be in this group. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really cool. It's, it's an awesome opportunity. And I mean, it's really cool that like some of these guys have made close relationships with. So just knowing like, you know, these guys are pretty much just badasses on the field and then yeah. you kind of, you get to know them and they're, they're also incredible people and it just makes it, makes it easier to root for them. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's an incredible opportunity to be, you know, talked about with some of these guys and just be, be you know could be teammates one day you know yeah, sure so it's just cool to know them the way that i know them and kind of know that we're in a, a pretty cool group as well well i mean you were teammates last year guys that were here uh, Tom, thomas sajacy sagay sajacy sajacy it's the j yeah, yeah he's correct with that me. one yeah uh evan carter aaron zavala's here mm-hmm. uh dane acker i guess you caught him at the end of the year i mean it, the end, yeah. you know um so yeah i was just, w- how how is the camaraderie within the organization uh, w- among the players? Um, I think it's uh, I would say it's pretty good. I mean, I I think I have a pretty a pretty positive view on it, but I'd say it's it's great. I think that <clears throat> you know we all just like I said, like we all have that relationship where you know we 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 like to pull for each other, and obviously, like when you have somebody pulling for you and and kind of there even when you know things aren't going great, you know, kind of just you know, getting you along those, those rough patches. I think it's, it's even better. So when we're, when we're all doing well, it's, it's just a lot of fun. So you don't hate anybody? No, okay. I don't, I don't hate anybody. That's good. <laughs> Let the love flow, baby. Yeah. Uh, so, so talk about your season. I mean, it was, it was important because you made all your starts. I think that was the biggest thing going into last season was your health. And then uh, the performance was there too. Yeah. I, th- I think, uh, Somewhere, somewhere like that was a big goal of mine, obviously, after after getting hurt in 2021 was just uh, covering all my innings. I didn't know how many that was going to be. It ended up being over 100, which is which was awesome for me. Um, But I think I lost sight of that somewhere like throughout the season. I got so results oriented that I kind of forgot that, you know, a big goal of mine was to to take the ball every every time that I was you know scheduled to start. And uh, that was really important. And I think. once I kind of stopped being uh, so results oriented is when I, I kind of started pitching better. Yeah. You know, I think I started kind of looking at the the little things and like the day-to-day process and like enjoying a, a light catch day just as much as the day that I, I get the ball. You yeah. know, I think that was, that was really important for me. And that was kind of a bit of development that I had. Um, and then also kind of something that nobody talks about, I feel like is, you know, a lot of us were, just the best athletes and wherever we came from. Right. Right. And then this year, you know, 
this year I experienced it and maybe no, hopefully nobody ever has to experience it the way that I did. But I kind of found that it's pretty tough to go from like being the best to where you're like, man, these guys are, these guys are fucking good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think something that I learned throughout the year is like, you know, when some, like if somebody go like say Mason Engler went, you know, seven, yeah. seven hitless. I mean, right. he did that like twice this year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but, you're right. uh, he went like seven hitless and I got the ball the next day. It's like, I'm, you know, I'm rooting for him. I'm happy for him. But there's also that chip on my shoulder is like, well, I gotta, I'm going to go like yeah. eight hitless or get a couple right. more punch outs or whatever it is. You know, um, that was, that was a little bit of a learning curve this year for me. And I think going through that was incredibly important. Well, you had your, you, you had your draft year. You didn't pitch. Nobody played that year. Then you get hurt at low A and you only had what, 30 innings. So, I mean, this was a, it was a big jump. Yeah. I mean, you, you were presented with a pretty hefty challenge and your high school innings weren't near a hundred innings. <laughs> yeah, but by I the end, of, by, by, by the end of it though, it, you're ready for the next thing. You're ready for double A. You feel that way? Um, I mean, I think so. I think, uh, talking to some of our coordinators and just kind of like doing, um, kind of like a, a, a some reflecting after the year, I think everything that I learned from this year, kind of uh, got me ready to go to the next level and, mm-hmm. but I mean obviously that's that's out of my control you know I can control what I can control which is how I prepare every day and and kind of you know how much I enjoy the process the process and you know whatever happens kind of happens one one thing that nobody's talked about is that you weighed whether to have Tommy John surgery or not yeah. I mean can you imagine if you'd had I mean it yeah, you we, you probably wouldn't be here at the table. No, probably not. I I mean, I do remember being kind of the one that was adamant on getting the surgery. Uh-huh. You know, like after after we had had the MRI, you know, the team, our team doctor, and then we got another second opinion, and they they both said no surgery. But I was like, what What do you mean? Like I'm, you yeah. know, it's hurt. Why Why wouldn't we? But yeah. I'm glad that I'm glad that you know everything kind of worked out the way it did. And I think that's just kind of like a a great metaphor. Is like. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So. yeah. And, you know, Dr. Meister, I've talked to him a number of times. I mean, surgery is the absolute last thing that the body a will wants. heal itself well if you let it. Yeah. yeah. And, and it just, it doesn't always work out. Yeah. Right. True. But, I mean, I, for it to work out for you is a huge, huge thing. I just Absolutely. think that that's, it was. I think that's very overlooked in the, the TK Roby story. Yeah. That so, was, that was, uh, that's good. Yeah. That was good. So you've been off a of mound, I take it, this off season. Yeah, I've been off the mountain. I think I've got like three, three like official pens under my belt, but okay. um, a couple, a couple touches other than that as well. And what's your? When are you headed to spring training? Or are you in Arizona already? Um, no, I'm heading to spring training right after this. Right after I leave Texas. Okay. okay. Yeah. Nice. So Friday, I think you said you're, tomorrow. Friday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow right. afternoon. Yeah. Me and you right, are going to I'm going to Florida though. I'm going the other way. Uh, enjoy it. Yeah. I, well, I've got to be at a wedding, so I'm going oh, okay. to a Grand Prairie, Texas. Uh, Tomorrow? After this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll be there for the rest of the off season until spring training. So. <laughs> Are we ready for me? Yeah, it's your turn. All right. You know what? This year, so we've already been on once. We know we learned a lot about TK last time. We did. Favorite foods, all that stuff. You've had a full season in the minor leagues. Now, we're going to talk about some of your teammates, and you're going to tell me, who's the funniest guy you played with last year? I mean, there's just so many good characters in, in the clubhouse. But, I mean, I think just on a, a daily basis, I think somebody that – Always kept the vibes pretty high. Was uh, 
Sagacy. Sagacy? Yeah, he's just He's the funny guy, huh? I mean he I mean he, he might not even be trying, but just like sometimes the, just the way he talks or the things that he does, it's just kinda like you, it's you like can't California, help California, that laid back California kid. That's very what much is. so, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what he is. How about best dressed? Who, who who's a who's a dapper dresser when you know Um I'd say uh Vanasco would show up to the field in some pretty some pretty like Sharp sweet dress. outfits, yeah. yeah they'd be they'd sharp dressed. The sweet. way you're dressed right now, that's like my uh, that's my fall outfit. This is me. These pants, a little golf shirt. I like yeah. the button up golf shirt there, golf hat. This is me dressing up. I'm trying yeah. to wear yeah. something like this to the wedding, and my wife is interjecting and saying no, that I can't. Well, so you know, it is a wedding, John. I, but I'm not in it. <laughs> oh, it's well, just a, yeah, I'm just need, attending. It's my goddaughter that's doing right. it. Okay, I'm going to think Vanasco the best hair. Who has the best hair? Hmm. Um, somebody have some dreads or anything or hmm. oh man because last year you were in Hickory High yeah. all year yeah I don't I'm know I'm trying to think who had the best that's had the a best tough hair. one though uh, honestly Ben Anderson had some pretty good hair Ben okay. Anderson all right, there we really go really good hair alright <laughs> so this is always a fun one so if you're in a, you guys get in a street fight somewhere who's the guy on the team you want next to you the guy you feel like this guy right here will protect me because oh, he's, yeah. he's probably not the guy you want to get mad um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. There's probably, probably Owen White. Okay. I would imagine. Oh yeah. Oh, he's pretty intense. He yes, is, he he's is. intense. And he's very athletic. <laughs> yeah. Now, I would, I would think maybe Aaron Zavala. He's kind of quiet. He's kind of stocky. He's, he's got that mustache going down. That adds a little something to it. <laughs> That's not scaring anybody though. <laughs> I'm just saying it makes him look a little, a little crazy maybe. I don't maybe. know. But, but yeah, Owen would get pretty. He gets intense, especially like if there's some chirping back and forth. He's yeah. probably the first guy out of the dugout. As long as he doesn't punch the ground, he's that, good. He's got to yeah. quit yeah. punching yeah. the ground, all right? Because we had some good pictures there in, in the high A. All right, is, is, is there anybody that's the biggest prankster? Likes to pull pranks on everybody? Uh, I mean, not no. I I can't really think of nobody no. really stands didn't, out when you say that. No, yeah, they didn't stand out because I was was, so, was was there anybody that did have a prank? Did you ever see a prank or you know scaring somebody or? And I really don't think so. I mean, there was, I mean, everyday like banter, but like, yeah, nobody really like planned out like this long, thoughtful prank. I wouldn't say. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Couple more, and we'll get you out of here. What are you binge watching right now? So you you on Netflix or what? Prime? What's your What's your um, binge watch? You got a girlfriend? Maybe you guys got a show going. So, uh, well, there's kind of there's kind of a couple. Most recently, I've. Do you guys ever seen uh, that '70s show? Yes. Oh, well. So they just came out with a like the sequel. That nineties. Oh really? Show. I haven't seen oh. it. Is it good? I already watched it. I thought it was pretty good. They okay. had a ton of the same characters, and it was. They were all the adults now, right? Yeah, or they something. were all the adults, like the parents, and I thought that was pretty good. Um, kind of like a like a I don't know, guilty pleasure show is like it's called Love Is Blind. Okay. It's kind of like a funny like a. Love, um, somebody was watching Love Island. Blaine Crim was watching Bl uh, Love Island. I've never yeah. seen that one, but it's just kind of it's. I watched that with with my girlfriend um, over the summer. There's like three seasons now. Oh my! So yeah, it keeps coming back. There's also, there's also we all have those. There's also uh, Milf Island. I've never seen that one. Yeah. No. Well, no. Do you know what that means? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when you were in Hickory, besides Hickory, where was your favorite place to play? What what stadium was nice? Uh, Greenville was my favorite place. Greenville favorite was place the good one. Yeah. All right. The fans like they they had the great like the best crowds. Obviously, it was kind of like a mini Fenway, so that was cool. Um, Did you ever play at West Virginia? Mm -mm. I think I think Evan 
also said Greenville. Greenville must have a lot going for it. And like the, just like the the downtown, like a, you could basically like take an Uber downtown and yeah. just walk around, and you could walk from downtown to the stadium. It was all. It was just. It was pretty cool. All right, really, really cool. Right. Last one. Daily routine. When it's when it's your start day. What's your day like? What time do you get up? What are you eating? What time do you get into the field? Let's say it's a normal 7.05, 7.30 start, whatever okay. the, the, the starts are there. What's your day? How's yeah. it going? So I probably wake up around 10 o'clock, okay. like probably 9.30, 10 o'clock, um, get breakfast in me. This year I, I had a, an acai bowl every morning, okay. for especially for the start day, but mostly every day. Um, kind of just wake up kind of slow. I would take a shower, listen to music while I'm in the shower, kind of get... Kind of get pumped up. I would end it with a little bit of cold water. Um, My wife's doing that. She yeah. said that's a technique. To it's a, great. It's yeah. great for, I mean, it has a ton of benefits. I couldn't even list them all. But I would do the shower. I'd get out, probably just hang out for a bit. I mean, this this is kind of like, you know, whatever time. Right. Um, and then around like 1.30, um, I'd get on my phone, order some, or like a, a mobile Chipotle order. Right. Go pick up a bowl from Chipotle, head to the field, um, get there, eat that. And kind of just hang out. I, I I like to be around like the team. Like you yeah. know, the starter usually stays inside or whatever. I like to be outside or just kind of like be around. Right. You know, like the environment. So I'll do that. Um, probably until about four o'clock. Then uh, come back inside. I'll probably shower. But if it's at like seven o five game time, I'll take a shower. Right after five, do you I'll take start... the cold thing again too? No, I did. This one's warm because <laughs> I like to warm up my body like before I get going. Um. And then I spent about 55 minutes rolling out, stretching, and then I'll head outside for 7.05. I'll head outside at around 6.30. If you're the home team, 6.30? 6.30. Yeah. 6.30 for the home team, yeah. Um, 15 minutes activation, 15 minutes long toss, seven minutes, well, like five, and seven minutes on the All right, All right. That's pretty good. Well, all right. So well, the Chipotle, Chipotle on game day, huh? Yeah. All right. Huge. Well, TK, thanks so much for coming on. I mean, I know you guys are getting out of here tomorrow. You're heading out to want to wish you luck this year, obviously. Hope you have a great season. We're going to see you out at spring training here awesome. a couple weeks. Anything else before we get him out? No, i got to go to the bathroom, so this is a good time to end <laughs> the conversation. Do it. Guys, like we say at the end of every one of these, and this is the end of this show since we already did down in the bus leagues, we'll see you at the yard. Roxo Media House.